This is Sandcast, Beach Volleyball with Triborn and Travis Mawarder, presented by Marriott Vacation Club Rentals and brought to you by VolleyballMag.com. We have a little bonus episode, a little celebratory podcast about Hawaii not getting nuked. Yeah. Uh, good. We're alive. <laughs> Everybody made it back. That was a little scary back home. Uh, we uh, got a little scared from... Actually, it was from ourselves. We we pranked ourselves. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was fun. I mean, that I had a wedding that day out in Hawaii, so I just felt bad for the bride. Well, that's what I was wondering because I knew that you were there, and there were a bunch of beach volleyball players out there for that wedding. Yeah. And I saw that everyone's story was like a screenshot of that notification. Yeah, uh, beach volleyball in America almost took a big hit. Actually, just volleyball in general almost took a big hit. It was a it was a volleyball wedding. <laughs> We had Sean Rooney out there and uh, Evan Paddock and a bunch of those national team guys, a few beach players, and uh, we're all we're all glad the nuke never hit. So, so you are alive and well. You've made yeah. it back, and we got your boy Murphy Troy in the house. Oh yeah, in the house. Murphy and your your first podcast ever. First ever. First Sweet. Time. Welcome yeah, aboard. Exciting stuff. Don't be nervous. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> And so the shaking, kind of the, the purpose of the bonus episode to celebrate Hawaii making it through is also to kind of take a look at your health, uh, try, because yeah. I know that, so our first episode on Sandcast was an update on your health and just all that you've been through in the past year, uh, with this autoimmune disease. And now you are sort of on the cusp, you're close yeah. to playing in. So just give us an update, uh, where you are now, um, and how far away you are you know, from playing and what, you know, what your next couple of months are going to look like. Yeah. So it's, it's still all up in there. There's no guarantees. Um, so basically I need to get my, these muscle enzyme levels, which are shown in my blood test. I need to get them back in, or I needed to get them back into the normal range, uh, which I finally got them back to, um, by just resting, eating right, you know, combination of, a bunch of stuff I've been doing, um, and then also taking these prescription uh, drugs or steroids. Um, but I finally got the levels back to the normal range, and uh, so now we're basically just trying to get me down off the steroids without getting a spike in the levels, which means my body's maintaining, um, you know, normal, in- <laughs> no inflammation without the steroids, without that crutch, and then. Um, once I get down to a certain, a low enough level in the prescriptions, it's going to be safe for me to start working out again. So right now my body's actually in a very normal state and it's ready to work out, but it's dangerous while you're still on these prescription drugs to, to be working out uh, at a high level. So I'm just being patient and waiting as of right now. Um, it's just a waiting game, but I think the five week mark, if everything goes according to plan, then uh, the doctor would clear me, which would take me to, I don't even know, five weeks from now, maybe like the beginning of March. Like you, would, you would still have plenty of time to be ready, or to, well, as ready as you can be after a year and a half absence right. so for Huntington. Right, that's the other thing is, is that if I get, let's say I get cleared March 1st, which I think that's even too early. Let's say the middle of March. I, there's no way I'm playing even within a month or, or even, I want to give myself at least two months. Uh, which seems like a long time, but um, I mean, the first month is honestly just going to be rehab. I'm very injury prone right now. I'm, I'm down 30 pounds of muscle. I haven't worked out. Um, so I need to really just start from the basics 
in terms of getting flexibility going in my um, joints and, and range of motion in, in my in the whole body really and then I need to do a small rehab strengthen the small muscle rotator cuffs the knees the hips um, basically balance the whole body out and then slowly start building from there and then when it comes to volleyball I'm probably not gonna touch the volleyball or do any real reps for the first two weeks until I get that kind of uh, rehab in um, and then it's going to be starting with super light, basic touches. I want to reteach my body, um, get that muscle memory down, but start from the foundation. So the small steps when I'm passing, the angle of my platform, just really small stuff, working on my hands, uh, and I think most importantly, footwork. But um, So obviously I'm getting pretty excited about, about getting back and doing that kind of stuff, but um, being patient with it and then uh, trying to continue to learn um, while I'm out because uh, it's actually a really valuable thing. I'm stepping away from the sport, which which Murph knows a lot about actually because um, Murph recently retired after the Rio Olympics. Um, but just stepping away from the sport for me has actually been a blessing in a lot of ways because you get a whole new perspective. And uh, now I actually get to hopefully get back in and attack the sport in a way that I never was able to before because I didn't really have this perspective. But that's... I mean, does that cover where I'm at? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you know where you're at better than we do. Well, it's it's pending. It's you know, there's a lot up in the air still. So I don't want to go come out and say, okay, yeah, I'll be back in the middle of March, because even if I am cleared, I'm gonna have that that window where I need to really start from scratch and build my game and everything, mm-hmm. and then and then I need to start competing, and then I need to start winning at competing again. Hopefully, I just you know might be hard but i'd like to come back and be be ready to win that first tournament hopefully you just, you just come back and kick ass and then beat everybody right kick off ass, snapping necks taking names yeah. that's the idea <laughs> yeah. i mean do, it's pretty that. simple yeah i'm imagining like a, a ricky bobby scenario you can you like get back on there people are jump serving past you are those the other cars <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally um out i think that was out right <laughs> all right things are moving a little faster now <laughs> and you you've been at these levels before right and then you tried to well not well you try to kind of come back a little bit too quick yeah so that's kind of the i guess a little bit of the scary part is I, I actually got my levels back to normal um and the doctor was really surprised like wow your your body reacted really quickly um, and got back to normal quickly so he brought me down off the prescription and steroids really quickly but sometimes when you do that it shocks your system if you go too fast in terms of getting off the steroids so my body actually spiked back up and I had to start from scratch I had to go back to 60 milligrams which is a pretty high dosage of of, um, the steroid and then he basically made me come down off of it twice as slow so that's why I'm just sitting here like trying to be very patient um, embracing the time off the court but it's been uh yeah we'll, we'll see i don't want to get my hopes up get your guys hopes up but uh we shall see that's all i can say <laughs> we'll try to keep our hopes down hopes down <laughs> not really low yeah i don't know what the best way to go about that is but just low expectations yeah <laughs> and you mentioned that you basically your working out is limited to as soon as you feel a burn yeah and then you pretty much gotta stop i mean does that go for even like stretching like no. if you're stretching and you kind of get, you know, like 
it burns obviously when you stretch a little bit and that's no, how you know it's working. Thing. It's basically what I'm looking for is I don't want to build muscle. So if I start running and, and right now it's like two years ago, I could do a lot of exercise without feeling burn or, or really building any muscle. Right now I'm in that, I'm so atrophied that me running up five flights of stairs would be like a full on workout. So I have to avoid like even that kind of stuff or even going body surfing like I do all the time or I like to do all the time. I have to be careful with that. I have to go out there and just float and then be like, all right, I'll catch one wave every few minutes and like relax, you know? Um, but yeah, I just, I can't get any muscle burn. That's, that's kind of the rule because it's dangerous. If you have inflammation in your muscles, you can actually kill, kill off cells. And if you're killing off cells with uh, the atrophy, you're, they don't regenerate basically. So I'd be hurting myself long term. You're listening to Sandcast, Beach Volleyball with Triborn and Travis Mawerder, presented by Marriott Vacation Club Rentals and brought to you by VolleyballMag.com. VolleyballMag.com is your daily digital news source for all things volleyball, from NCAA women and men to beach volleyball on all levels to international and more. VolleyballMag.com, the only media outlet that covers our sport on all fronts every day. This podcast is also brought to you by Marriott Vacation Club Rentals, which offers the best vacation accommodations in the world's best vacation destinations. Wherever you travel, Florida to Fort Lauderdale for the first major in February or to the Outrigger Canoe Club in Hawaii, (laughs) you're up to California. Choose to rest now luxurious guest rooms, suites, or villas for your next getaway. Villas offer all the comforts of home, including a full kitchen, living and dining area, and separate bedrooms. Stay with the Marriott name you know and trust. Book big spaces and great places today. Visit www.mvcrentals.com. And, I mean, I've only known you really since you have been here. I think the first time we had a conversation was after Toronto two years ago when you and and Hayden took third. And so I've really only known you since, since you kind of been injured or kind of on the sidelines um but i mean murph you guys have been boys for a while have you i mean just seeing it from a perspective of seeing try as the competitor and seeing now try as you know recovering how buddha try try. (laughs) you know what changes have you seen in him because i feel like with this process you've probably grown a lot i mean you talk about all the stuff that you've learned oh man i mean if you want murph to talk about when he first met me yeah oh my god that was where do i begin give the people what they want 17 we played yeah. on the youth national team indoors together 17. over in Chula Vista. I was, yeah. I mean, I'll let Murph tell you, but that's a different person. Was that when sure. we went down to El Salvador? Or where were no, we? No, we went to Tijuana. No, you're right, El Salvador. Yeah. I don't know, one, one of the places. Yeah. We a lot of different countries. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, through this whole this whole battle with, with inflammation and illness and stuff, uh, I've definitely seen try go through all of the, all of the obstacles, but like like he was saying, I mean, there's just you can't do stuff, which is the most frustrating part. I mean, listen to him talk about how excited he is to get back into rehab and work <laughs> on footwork. You know, that's just shows how <laughs> that used to be like a nightmare. It's yeah, like, oh, the most boring stuff on earth. Yeah, but no, like you were saying, and and I can relate to some of it, even though it's a way different reason and perspective, but being so entrenched in the game and then stepping away, you know, yours was, yours was forced, obviously, and mine was, was my choice, but you definitely look back, uh, and, and you start to see things, I think in a, you know, 
I, I feel like if I were to play again right now, of course my, my physical shape would be would be terrible and I would be worse <laughs> at volleyball. But I probably would be better at a couple of things just because I've been able to – it gives you time to reflect. Uh, but, yeah, I'd be interested to hear Try talk about some of the things that he plans on approaching differently or things that he's probably learned or seen. I mean, you did some coaching while you were out, oh, uh, which puts things through a different lens. You've done a lot of announcing. And so all of that, you're combining these different reference points um, that you don't necessarily get to see or that you don't really care as much about when you're a player in the game. You just have that tunnel vision, I think, a little bit more. Yeah, totally. No, 100%. That's kind of the biggest thing that I've realized is that, whoa, I never really stopped to like, and it's funny, we had Sarah Hughes on and, uh, you know, these young players like Kelly and Sarah, and, and they're kind of talking about how they're just going and going on. Like, oh, I remember that, but should I tell them? Maybe, you know, maybe take a step back and just like realize what's going on and try to look at it from the outside because I'm, like Murph said, it's become actually super valuable. I'm definitely going to attack things differently than I did before. I mean, just just rest alone. Like, I didn't know how to rest. And I didn't know that I didn't know how to rest. But, you know, apparently what I've learned is going crazy all year, playing and working out every day, and then using my rest period to go surf and golf and body surf wasn't exactly what my body wanted. And it seems pretty obvious, but... Being me, growing up in Hawaii, and just being an active person—that was my, what I thought was resting. So I'll probably do that differently. Well, yeah, and it seems obvious from the outside, but when you're in it and everybody else is doing it, it's almost the only way to stay competitive, right? Is like you have to go to all these different events, you have to play in these tournaments, and you have to be practicing year-round because if you're not getting better, somebody else is. But then at the same time, if there are no breaks, no rest. At some point, like what is the what is the diminished return that you're getting? Yeah, and you start looking at your whole life as a whole as well. I mean, actually, Murph and I both just got married in, within this last year, um, and I mean, you start thinking about that kind of stuff. You're like, wow, now I have a family, and I have this other person that's a part of. If I if Murph chose to go back overseas, his wife would probably have to go with him, or they would have to spend time apart, which they obviously don't want to do. But for me. If I go to all these tournaments and I never come home and give her the time of the day, then that's a huge impact on my life. That's probably going to impact how I play. So you really just got to look at your, I mean, being a professional athlete is, it's a window, right? You have a certain window of time that you can play. So you kind of have to look at it as a whole and plan accordingly that way. Whereas when you're young, you just kind of like in the moment, which is good, but you never really look up or come up for air. You're just like, going, 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 and not everything you do is productive or moving you towards your ultimate goal necessarily, which is hopefully to be well-rounded and not just be a volleyball player, but, you know, be good on the business side of things, be good, have a good lifestyle, have good relationships, spend time with your family, and then be as great as you can be on the court. And Murph, I liked what you said about, you know, you just... You almost feel like every time you rest, you're sort of getting, you, you might lose a step, or at least in the back mm -hmm. of your mind. Like, I know that whenever I take a day off the beach, I start freaking out. I'm like, well, other people are out passing balls and setting balls and doing whatever. But I know that, like, if I don't take another day off, like, my legs just might not make it up the stairs. But I, and I read a study. So it was, so America is just like burnout central and just like across the board, like any field. And that when their bosses told them that taking a day off or resting should be considered work. 
because it refreshes them and gets and it will then improve the work that they do. They were like 80% more likely to actually rest. So if you look at your rest day as your your body working and recovering, that like you're that's just the best way to sort of force yourself to rest. Be like, you know what, I am doing work sitting on the couch I, I icing a, right now. I had a sports well, he's kind of sports psych, these kind of life coach kind of guys that I've been in touch with through the, throughout this process. He had to explain it to me like that. He's like, you have to rest right now, but attack it. Like you love, <laughs> you love like being competitive and attacking it. Like attack this rest, attack these. It was, it was an hour meditation a day for 21 days, which I'm ADD as hell. I was quote unquote, <laughs> diagnosed with that at SC. So they started giving me all this Adderall. Um, but I mean, Murph knows me, like I make me uh, meditate for an hour a day. That's like, Basically, was impossible. Torture, right? That's yeah. torture. He somehow I did it. Twenty-one days, hour a day, and I'm still doing it every once in a while. Like it's really actually a cool thing. But um, yeah, that's kind of an eye opener. But that that plays to what you're saying. Like I'm that competitive. Most of us are in America, where it's like, oh, I'm gonna kick the crap out of this meditation right now. And then I was able to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rest way better than anybody else. Nobody can rest like me. Rest the crap out of this day. Yeah. It's funny, though, that we just have to use these like little Jedi mind tricks to just get ourselves to stop and just meditate. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, like, I have this app called Oak, and it makes you meditate for like 10 minutes. It just turns your phone off and just puts like a, like a waterfall or whatever you want to set in the background, and you just sit there. And I, I'm like, I look at it, I'm like, God, it's got to be close. It's like two minutes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, two, three months being yeah. an hour. Yeah. yeah, well, I was going to ask you, like, what did you, like, how was meditating? Because that's sort of like the new fad, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, April yeah, Ross totally. talked about it a lot, and you see her Instagram posts a lot about meditation and mindfulness. Like, did it work for you? Like, what did you learn doing it? Totally. Um, dude, the biggest thing is... Um, you're able to pay attention. You're, it's just self-awareness. So like throughout the day, you're like, you don't realize the thoughts that you have and how kind of worthless some of the thoughts are, for example, or how, you know, being around certain people or certain environments is like, wow, this is like detrimental to my like well-being. You know, you start noticing stuff like that. Oh, I'm going to take myself out of this situation. Oh wow, my 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 head's kind of going to a negative place right now. I'm gonna switch that, but you start noticing things like that, and I think that's helpful in life. And for sure, I mean, it's for sure helpful in life, just because I'm trying to uh, eliminate stress from my life. That's kind of a big thing with these diseases. Is um, you need to eliminate stress. That's one of the biggest causes. Um, but also, I just think it's important. When I come back on the court, I'm going to have that mindfulness. How am I coming off to my partner? What's our communication like? Um, where's my, where are my emotions at? You know, there's so many times on the court where you're yelling at the ref and you, and then you come back and the point's about to start and you're like huffing and puffing and just so pissed about the point. Now I think I'm going to be much better at just recognizing that early on and putting my focus in, in more productive places. We're gonna see Try comes back and like he's down thirteen ten, just goes happy go Gilmore sit. on it. <laughs> just like punts a ball. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. And now when you I mean when you do start to come back, have you thought about just the routine that you'll start to settle into? 
just making sure that you don't train, say, more than like three or four days a week? Um, no, so another thing that kind of came along with the meditate or the self-awareness stuff is, is that I'm going to base it off of how my body feels. So I'm paying more attention to how my body feels. Before, it was like, I don't care how my body feels. I want to put the work in. It feels like crap, but my body always feels like crap. So who cares? Let's yeah. go. Like, I don't care. Right, Murph? Like, we, we don't really respect our bodies. It kind of sounds funny, but you don't. You're just like, as long as my mind can do it, we're always taught to, like, just push your body. Screw it. Work through the pain. But once you get used to hard work, hard work isn't hard anymore. It's the rest part that's hard. So for me, it's like, yeah, like we're talking about, like it's hard to make ourselves rest. Whereas, but our whole, this whole time we're making, in our minds, we're saying like, no, no, I'm working hard. This is, this is what I need to do. I need to work harder. But eventually that becomes easy. And the hard work becomes resting and, and playing smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. And it's a fine line too, because you know, when you go through these experiences of, of, you know, being a super competitive athlete, you know, for a fact that Sometimes your mind is limited where you say, I don't think I can do this, but you have those times where you push through it and you can't, but then how do you find that difference between when is this good for me and when is this bad? And, you know, it's not to say that like your, your quads are on fire and you can hardly breathe. It's like, well, you know, this is getting really hard, so I should probably shut it down. I should probably rest. It's like, well, that's not always the case, but at the same time, like you said, it's then that's way different though than, you know, kind of just treating your body, you know, like a, like a machine and oh, you know, my knee is screaming with pain, so I'm going to take four ibuprofen before this practice right. and just go all out so I don't feel it. And that's not the right answer, you yeah. know? That's but just like, masking it. Yeah, yeah. But you got it. Yeah, it's all about kind of embracing that that hard work that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love the burn and understanding which, you know, which pain signals are good and which are bad. Yeah, exactly. And what I'm wondering with you, Murph, so I, I mean, I've never played indoor, but I feel like it's much more demanding on your body just because the surface is harder. And mm. I mean, you're just beating every single ball. Like you're not hitting a pokey. The impact, over the impact on your joints is, is way gnarlier. And that's why guys get to play longer on the beach. Uh, the muscle burn, like I've never been out of breath and with my legs burning as much as a long rally. Although... Murph gets set like every ball when he's playing indoor, so it might be different. But a little bit more of a, I mean, you're playing in sand versus indoor, and there's six guys indoor, so some rallies might not touch the ball. But for me, that's how it was. It was way more impact on your body. You're obviously jumping. Guys are jumping higher, landing on hardwood, but a little bit more burn um, in the sand, muscle burn. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, Brandon, I've had very little experience on the beach of probably – you know, never thrown the pokey in ever. ever. (laughs) Um, But I think one of the differences is because you have a higher, because it's harder impact, harder surface and everything. um, I think you do have to do a little, maybe more isn't the right word, but more uh, heavier, intense strength training, you know, to prepare yourself for that heavy impact. Um, That's one thing that I definitely realized the last couple of years in my professional career. And that I kind of went all in on Mm. it. Um, I, I had to be really strong. Like strength is the key because, you know, if you're jumping, you know, whatever it was, a hundred times on a hard floor, you know, stopping, cutting, uh, and all these things that put strain on your knees, you have to build up all the muscles around 
that much more. I think the beach is definitely probably not not to say you're not working your muscles because like Travis saying, I think that you know the few times I've gotten out there, you know, I'm, my legs are fried at the end. But it's, it's different muscles too. Yeah, it's different muscles. It's more definitely harder on your lungs, and also, but I think indoors a little bit like the, it's all about impact. I think. Um, so you, you need a lot harder. Your arm. I mean. Yeah, you're unloading on every ball. We get to come in and shoot all day if if they give it to us, you know. And you like, yeah, I mean, yeah. you, especially you, there's no off speed, right? Yeah, I've seen you hit off speed. It's just not it's not existing. <laughs> With Murph tips, it's like it's because their guys are standing on the back line, like bracing up. His off speed is also probably like my grenade, like my absolute. I can load up and crank it. That's Murph's change up. <laughs> my my off speed is when I can't. <laughs> I'm too tired and I can't get my feet to the set and I just have to, I, I'm punting. I'm giving everything <laughs> okay, Let's try to block this one then, I guess. And with, so with, you know, try on the beach, you know, is just, he was pushing himself, mm-hmm. but you're a part of a team where you have coaches. Right. And I mean, did you ever, was there ever a situation where, you know, you could feel your body being like, yo, like I need a break, but your coaches said, we got to practice. Absolutely. Um, and especially when you combine, you know, I'm playing or was playing professionally in Europe and then you come back and then you're playing with the national team in the summer and, you know, you basically, so you got to serve two bosses kind of at the same time and it's maybe getting to the end of your professional season overseas and, you know, your coach obviously wants to win and win the championship or whatever that team's goal is and, you know, his job is on the line. And so you have to, and, and, you know, my financial job is on the line there. You know, if I underperform, are they going to want me back next season and all those kinds of things? So you have these motivations to where, all right, I need to be good right now. I don't, I don't have the luxury to say, you know, is this good for my body long term? Um, and I think all professional athletes face that. Like no matter, and then I go, you know, I want to come into the national team gym feeling really good. So I have the best shot to make the Olympic team, but like, can I think about that? And then it's the same thing happens when I'm with the national team. You know, we're t- I'm trying to I'm trying to make this Olympic team. I don't care if my body's telling me to stop. You know, I got to do this. So I think whatever sport you're doing, you feel that, you know, at one time or another. For sure. I mean, there's never a there's never a perfect answer to it, yeah. but I think you do get you do feel a little more comfortable making certain decisions as you get older and get more experienced wow i feel so old talking like this <laughs> yeah, yeah we're all old and wise all oh, these young kids these days <laughs> they, don't they don't know it is weird though like you said you know the difference between indoor and beach with indoor there's so much structure like it almost freed me up a little bit i didn't have to make those decisions because it was always made for me you know how many how much i need to train yeah. when to when to have my heavy phase when to have my light phase and that kind of stuff and you kind of just on one hand it's not as good because it's not as I don't have the decision and I'm uh, it's inflexible. I just have to do it. But at the same time, I feel like if I was you know playing beach and kind of doing everything myself, I would be worried like, well, am I pushing myself enough? Or how do you know when what what is the right amount? You know, I'm not an expert. At least I can say, well, you know, this guy is getting paid to be an expert, my strength coach or right. head coach yeah, or whatever, totally. and you just kind of trust him and go with it. So what's what's next for you then? You've got a little time off. So what's up next for uh, Murph? Uh, Get him out on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Try, tries tries gonna be my new coach. He's teaching you how to handset. Yeah. First, I need. I think I would. Oh, I was gonna set. say you. You're gonna come coach me. Oh, okay. One or the other. 
Either way, I'm gonna need a sunscreen sponsor if I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. I love going to the beach with Murph. Only guy that that makes me look tan. Yeah. <laughs> Good old mid Midwest boy. That's right. That's right. Um, but no, I'm 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 working. I'm a working man. Uh, got a nice desk job in in Irvine. Uh, just got married. Just got a new house. So life has been good. Like Travis saying, you you take a different perspective on things uh, outside of outside of athletics. But I've really been enjoying it. Uh, still definitely miss hitting ball around. So maybe I'll have to come come down to the beach. We'll get you out there. Bit. Yeah, and soon enough, try you'll be out there again. Exactly. Murph might be my, you two are going to be my first calls to get some reps. All right. You got my information. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Try can't, he, try can't go all in and just start playing against good people. So he's going to call me first. He's calling up the scrub team. Like confidence. I said, work smarter, not harder. So I, first I work on my confidence. Start doing cut shots with Murph. Yeah. He's coming in with that big, heavy arm and make my cut shots look real good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, try good to hear that you're back in relatively good health. Oh, yeah. Um, and Murph, glad to have you on. Glad we could break you into the podcast Our scene. first indoor guy. Yeah, we might have to have you guest host here a few times. Oh, let's do it. Let's Keep do you in the it. volleyball world. Yeah, yeah. Throw a few more indoor guys on there. You know, we'll, we'll have I, I've been hearing some rumors about a little Trevor Crabbe pretty rivalry <laughs> going on. Yeah, I'm loving it. You know, we got to get all perspectives on this. I think. That's true. <laughs> All right, guys, well, we appreciate the bonus episode here, and we will catch you guys uh, on Wednesday on Sandcast. <laughs>